Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the G Show. I'm your host, Garrett, here. And today, I want to start a new mini-series, we'll call it. Definitely something different from the Rebuilder series I've just started. I want to do something called the Gold Recap. Now, if you guys are an old fan, way before this new reboot of the G Show, you guys will know that I'm a Steelers fan. So, I figured what if every week I recap on the game, the Steelers game, what I thought... You know, what I thought went well, what didn't. It just, you know, try to discuss the issues that Steelers are currently having and, you know, try to provide a solution or at least some ideas or generalizations on how to fix a team. Because right now they're not playing like they should be. Now, last week they played Denver. They beat Denver 27-19. to Now, again, we have some issues in this game. Juju Smith-Schuster goes down, hurt for the rest of the year. He's out. Probably means he's going to take a walk out the front door and say bye, Art Rooney, and go somewhere else. Because the only reason he stayed in Pittsburgh this season was because of Big Ben. Big Ben is presumptively going to retire. So that doesn't make me feel too good that we lost our number one wide receiver, probably. You could argue Chase Claypool for certain. But you got to understand, we lost Juju, and our offense is already struggling as it is. But we lost Juju this week, so that's a big loss for the offense. Big Ben, though, had a great game, rebound game. People were criticizing him. Even people thinking we should, the Steelers should bench Big Ben. But he comes out, was 15 for 25, 252 yards and two DDDs, no turnovers. So Big Ben looked a lot better. He did cough up a fumble, but that was really more of the Lions' fault. He got hit, ball comes out, Broncos pick it up, they run a little bit, they get stopped. It sucked. It was is what it is. But if that's his only turnover, that's not really that bad. Big Ben's used to having a very good offense line in front of him this year. Not really the case. Now, Najee Harris had a breakout game today. I meant Sunday, sorry. What am I saying? It's Thursday. Anyway, Najee Harris had a breakout game. 23 carries, 122 yards. A 5.3 average, which is phenomenal, and one TD. He did his thing. He carried the rock. He was physical. He was aggressive. You know, he had some holes created by the interior offensive line. He really did a good job. Made some good cuts. Made people miss. You know, he's shifty. He's big. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do, how he progresses throughout the season. And I think with a more sufficient, more superior offensive line and with the improvements of the young guys, Najee will become even better and better. And we can ha- finally, finally have a running back like Le'Veon Bell. Don't feel bad for that guy, by the way. I mean, I asked for all this money, which at the time he deserved. Then look how he's been playing. Terrible. So we're so glad we didn't pay him. But anyway, Najee looks really good. Like finally, like a first-round pick quality running back. And I think he is. And he proved it this past Sunday. Now receiving end, Chase Claypool, five receptions, 130 yards, 26 average. Claypool is a splash threat at any given moment. If you put him 1v1 on an island with any corner in the league, he is six foot five. Mapletron is gonna absolutely sauce any corner. He puts up. I don't care who it is. He's tall. Big Ben puts it up high enough in the right spot. Claypool's the only man who can get that ball. And he did that against Denver this past weekend. And I was very happy to see that. They needed to utilize him a lot more. And I think he's going to be a vital piece of the Steelers' offense in the future. I feel like a lot of times he gets taken off. He's been banged up a little bit this year. But I think a lot of the times, for a lot of percentage of the plays, they take him off sometimes. And it really hurts the Steelers. I think they're trying too much to play like short passes and when they want to do that in first and second down they take them out 
which I think is the exact opposite of what should be doing. They should be spraying the ball out more, getting it to more people, making more options, making more deadly, more potent of an offense. So again, Chase Claypool needs to be more of a number one wide receiver, needs to be utilized a hell of a lot better there in Pittsburgh. Deontay, he seems to be stepping up, you know, third round pick a couple of years ago. He's starting to fix his drop issues. He's starting to catch the ball more. He's more explosive. He's a great you know, interior slot wide receiver, whatever you want to call him. I really like to play out of Deontay. I really like to play a chase. Those guys are stepping up last week, making some big plays, getting them in the end zone. You know, that's really what you want to see out of your wide receivers, both at one TD. And again, Najee out of the backfield, two receptions, 20 yards, nothing wrong with that. Last week he had, what, over 100 receiving yards? So he's awesome. You know, he can do everything, catch, pass, a little bit of work on his run block, his pass block game. But anyway, he's working on it. You know, he's going to get better. He's a rookie. We expect that. We expect some flaws. But anyway, Najee, Deontay, and Clay have been really carrying the O recently. Um, the tight ends, though, were really irrelevant. I mean, Pat Freermith, that man's got glue on his hands. Like, get him more spread out. Get him against some 1v1, you know, linebackers. Get him against some linebackers. He's going to win those, those battles more likely than not. You need him. He's like a Heath Miller type. You need a guy like that. Ben loves a guy like that. I don't understand why they're not utilizing their tight ends more. You know, spread the ball out for crying out loud. Stop doing these, you know, dunk and dink plays. They're not working out, clearly. We're struggling. We need to spread the ball out. So get it to Fairmouth. I wish we had more utilization of him. Eric Ebron, this isn't his last year. You know, are we going to use him more? Or are we just going to let him sit the rest of the year and waste our money? I mean, we, we got to do better than no, the Steelers got to do better with their tight end utilization. If they, if they don't, I feel like that's really going to hurt them. I mean, they're two and three. They're not out of the playoff race. If they fix a couple things, I think, on the offensive side, I mean, yes, defensively, too, they got some issues. But if they fix some offensive side of the ball, they're spreading out the ball, getting out quickly, getting some tight ends, run the ball, you know, making a very good play action run duo, I think they're going to really see a spike in offensive production. So, yeah, it starts with the wide receivers and the running back, but. The backbone, I feel like it's got to be the tight ends. You know, your third and five situations, you want a tight end that can catch the ball. Fairmiff's that guy. Ebron's that guy. They're not utilizing them. I think that's part of the struggle there with the Steelers. I mean, look at this stat-wise. Ebron, two receptions, 10 yards. Fairmiff, two, seven. That's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Not acceptable. That's not like, that's like, there's more bench players probably in the NFL and other teams that get more playing time than that. That's terrible. More looks. I mean, come on. Denver wasn't an all-pro defense. They could easily utilize their tight ends more. And I hope in the future, Matt Canada can utilize it. And by the way, Matt Canada, what's he doing? Why is he not spraying the ball out more? I mean, Steelers have been having some OC issues recently. I mean, Haley was good for a while. And Fickner comes in. No, didn't do the job. Now Matt Canada seems not to be doing the job well either. Are the Steelers going to have to find another OC here soon? That's a real question to be asking. Is is Matt Canada the guy? We don't know. Because right now it's not looking like it. So something's got to change here with Matt Canada. So we have to see whether or not Matt Canada is the real deal or not. He was in college, but right now in the NFL he's not doing the job. So something has to change there on the offensive side of the ball. And defensively, court, the secondary is weak, yes. James Prier, you know, he's young. We got Millette, not the best. We got a lot of young guys. So, yes, I do expect flaws in the, the secondary. Is there much you can do about that? No. 
with experience, they'll get better. If you draft somebody, obviously I'll improve the secondary. Do I think they will? Yes. Mika's a free agent. I got to do something about that. Let him go or sign him to a big contract. Okay. But there's not much they can do about that right now. But Preer had interception though. So that's something. Mika's been doing his thing. You know, Hayden locking up number ones. The linebacker core is so so. I think Bush is playing really well, but Schobert's old. And Watt's still doing his thing. He's getting a lot of pressure. So I, I really have no complaints um, with the linebacker cores with Watt and, and uh, Bush and Schobert. Besides Schobert, I think he's not the best coverage linebacker. And then the D, you know, the, the D line, you know, Hayward's a stud, obviously. And you got some young guys in there, you know, guys are trying to play for their jobs. You know, like this uh, Cadeau kid or Wormley, you know, he's just a one-year guy. Or I mean, there's a lot of, you know, ins and out bugs, you know, another one. Like, a lot of guys are rotating through. Louder milk, they're playing a little bit. You know, they're just rotating a lot, seeing what they have. So I still think they're trying to establish the D-line a little bit, still rotating. So we're going to see, you know, what the Steelers do there, the D-line, what, you know, what the D.C. is going to do. And I mean, I think the Steelers are in okay position, two and three. Um, Monday night really hurt. Baltimore should have lost that game, most likely. They didn't. They came back. Lamar had a great game. Uh, beat the Colts in OT. Uh, Cleveland looks good. Cincinnati looks competent. I mean, it's going to be a tough division, but I still don't think the Steelers are out of the playoff race. I still think wild card is definitely in play. And I think if they can beat the the, the division games, I mean, heck, they still have a chance of the, the AFC North title. So nothing's out of the question. But anyway, guys, that's really all I have to say about this week. You know, offense is still struggling, but it got it done. Defense gave up some big plays in the secondary with Corlin Sutton. But other than that, uh, not too much to report on because I was complaining about. So as a Steelers fan, we got to win finally. I'm happy about that. That's really all that matters. And I can go uh, I can go to bed sleeping sleeping happily without we're in the right direction. And hopefully we're going to be winning some more games here soon. But anyway, guys, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to the gold recap, the short mini series covering each Steelers game and giving analysis. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I will be seeing you guys soon with the next part of the rebuilder series. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm your host Garrett. And so next time I'll catch you later. Peace out.